Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence once again today with the Word of God. And there's a word for us today that will heal, deliver, and set us free. We're going through some difficult times as a nation. We have a pandemic going on. We have some trouble in our lives. We're trying to recover from an economic situation. Uh, we have many issues in our life today um, that we have no control over. But there is a God that's able to set us free and lift us up above the marred clay. And he said he would sustain us by his power and glory. But there is a word for us today that I just want to lift up to encourage somebody just to take the next few minutes to listen, to be lifted up, and to be restored in your strength. Uh, in Philippians, the second chapter, Paul the Apostle was writing to a church. He didn't want to give too much doctrine of theological um, aspect, but he just wanted to speak to the people to encourage them what it meant to have joy in a difficult situation. Um, this is the first church that he started in Philippi. And he was writing to the church at Philippi, the Philippians, to let them know that no matter what situation, no matter what storm they had to endure, no matter what sickness was around them, not to give up on God and not to give up on their faith and to have joy in the midst of your situations. When you look around right now, you should have joy that God is still in control, that God is still working it out in your life, that God is still protecting you and healing your body. There's always something that you should have joy in when you look around and see that God has given you another day to worship him, another day to praise him another day, to live and try to be holy and pleasing in the eyes of God. And in the book of Philippians, uh, we know that Paul was in jail when he wrote this letter and he had a rock for his bed and a stone for his pillow. And it was water all around him in his cell. He didn't ha even have a coat, a coat to put around his body, what they call cloaks back then to wrap himself up and the cold wind would come off the desert at night and he was freezing wet in that jail cell. And he could look out the window and see that Christians were being killed and martyred for their faith. And he knew that his time was at hand for his death to come. But he wanted to write to the church to encourage them in the midst of his trouble. And he starts second, the second chapter of Philippians by saying, If there be in any therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowls of mercy, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, facing the same love, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in Loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let the mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So Paul is saying, um, I got joy for you 
that you live happy, to love one another, to have a confidence in Christ. Um, consolation means to be comforted and to have confidence in love, have the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in your life. That means you have to let the Holy Spirit come into your life by submitting to God. And then have bowls of mercy for each other. Um, many problems that we have in our life deal with people that we see every day. And Paul is saying, have love when um, everything else fails. Uh, some people are going to ag aggravate you. Some people are going to misuse you. Some people are going to try to get over on you. But let the love of Jesus Christ be shown in your life and be like-minded with him. Um, I heard the um, expression, what would Jesus do? How would Jesus react? How would Jesus um, live in this world today? Um, he would live with love in his heart. Many times um, when Jesus walked this world, he looked at the people and he had compassion over them. And the Bible said that he looked at people and said, oh, they look like a sheep without a shepherd. And we still look like that today. We're going through life. Many people are trying to struggle, trying to make ends meet without the help of Jesus Christ. They're trying to burn the candle on both ends. They're tired. They haven't gotten the rest. They're trying to make everybody else happy in their life instead of making Jesus happy and everything else fall in line on one accord. So Paul is saying, let the mind of Jesus Christ be in you. And in order to understand God's mind, you have to study God's word. But then Paul reminds us by saying, look what Jesus did for you. In the midst of your storm, just look, realize how Jesus um, gave himself up for us. That's love. Um, when you look at um, beginning in verse number five, it says that um, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, Daughter not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross. So these are the seven steps that um, Jesus stepped down from his glory in heaven in order to come into this world to walk among men. Or he could have showed up on this world with all the glory of God and his majesty. And the world would have never been the same because his glory is so powerful. But he humbled himself and took off his glory of, of his deity and came to a virgin canal and came into this world for you. So he experienced everything that you're going through. He lived this life, got hungry, cried when his friends died. He cried when his, his parents and all those things came along his life. His own father, Joseph, died at an early age. He, he knows the suffering that we have to endure of going to the graveyard, going to the hospital, losing friends, losing family, having depression in our life. He knows all the things that we go through because he lived this world, even to the point of being hungry and saying, what do you have to eat? So he knows our agony. We don't have a God that doesn't know what it means to live on this world. He suffered just like us, but yet he gives us the power not to be overcomer. But yet he lived his life and did not sin. He stayed perfect in the eyes of God. 
So these steps that he stepped down, the first one is he consecrated and humbled himself. The second thing, he laid aside his divine form. The third, he made himself of no reputation. That means he didn't glory in himself and try to make his own name great. But he made his, his father, his name great. He took the form of a servant, according to verse 7. Was made in likeness of men, according to verse 7. So that means he looked like a man. Came down to a woman virgin canal, not being contaminated with any sin of man. The next he humbled himself in verse 8. And then in verse 8, he also what? Became obedient unto death. So he was obedient unto God even to dying on the cross after committing no sin. Death should not have been his reward for a sinless life. But he took our penalty and bore our grief and substituted himself to die in our place. So when we die, we can live again and live with him in a glorified body. Oh, what a wonderful love story. We should have died and went to hell, but he bore our grief and took our place in death of eternal damnation for our sins. But then he rose that Sunday morning with all power in his hand. And now we have a right to live forever also, if you love Jesus Christ. And if you keep on reading, um, the Bible tells me because he was obedient unto death, then God lifted him up. And in verse 10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye also obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. These are the seven steps that God lifted him up after the Jesus after Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. God raised him by his word and the evidence of the Holy Spirit that Sunday morning. And God did beginning in verse 9, God highly exalted Jesus Christ. Second, he gave him a name above all names, according to verse 9. Third, at his name, every knee shall bow. So one day, everybody will bow, bow when we seek Jesus in his glory. The fourth thing, everything in heaven, everything in earth, and everything under the earth. Those are the three realms that man can live. Man can live in the heavens, in heaven and glory. Man can live here on earth where we see every day, where we live and communicate with each other. And then there's a place under the earth where man also can live, and that's the place called hell. Those are the three realms of mankind. You have to find yourself in one of those places. So quit trying to do something that you shouldn't be doing or go places that you shouldn't go. God has given us our dominion, heaven, earth, and below the earth. But all we want to go to heaven after we leave this realm. You have to go somewhere. And the seventh thing, every tongue confess that he is Lord and to the glory of God the Father. So God has lifted him up in seven levels. After he was raised from the grave, God lifted him up all the way to sitting right beside him. And he's God of the heavens, 
the earth and below. So God has control over everything. And that's why he says, search out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Not fear to be scared, but fear of what's at hand. Eternity is a mighty long time. And you shouldn't be playing with your eternity. But you ought to take advantage of what Jesus did on the cross and gave you another chance to live this life. To God be the glory. There may be somebody out here today who may not know Jesus Christ. And you've been suffering, you've been hurting, you've been wondering what life is all about. And it seems like life is not coming together for you. Every time you take one step ahead, you take two steps back. People are speaking to your life and speaking in your ear. And they're leading you around down the wrong pathway. And it's, it, it's always leading to a dead end. And you're tired of going in circles, wandering and walking around in the wilderness. There's much more to, to life than what you're doing right now. And when you get that relationship with Jesus Christ, every day seems sweeter than the day before. Just to know him reveals knowledge upon knowledge. To get into his word, you, you learn more, and you um, become more, and you feel better on the inside. And you become stronger in your walk with him. I'm going to say a prayer right now. Somebody who may not know Jesus. Somebody who may be wondering what's around the corner. There's a storm out in the Gulf right now that's headed this way called Delta. And we don't know what it may bring. But I do know the one that's in charge of the storm. And the one that's in charge of my life named Jesus. So let us pray. Heavenly Father. I believe in your son, Jesus. I repent of my sins. I believe that he's a son of the living God and he died for my sins and carried my sorrows away. I believe that he rose from the dead and sits at the right hand of God the Father in heaven. I want to be part of that holy family and live with you forever when my time comes work in my life and be a light in my dog pathway lead me in the right direction in jesus name i pray amen 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 if you said that and believe in your heart and said it with your mouth then your name is written in the books of heaven of those that have been redeemed go get in a good bible teaching church where you can learn more about the love of god and hear the testimonies of the saints and remember we love you at neely and remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be helping somebody along the way. Be blessed.